I'm so thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program Watch Therefore, and I have some good and encouraging news for you today. As I continue through the Watch Therefore message, today I'm going to be sharing with you some things from my new book, right up there, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. In the midst of this increasingly deteriorating environment of this sin-sick world, here's a question I have for you. Did you know that if you're born again, our Savior Jesus has gone to prepare a place for you, and it gets even better. Let's look at John 14 together. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions or dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in our great Savior Jesus' name for your holy and powerful and leaping off the pages of your, of your book, Word of God. Oh, bless our program today and bless every viewer tremendously, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. So think of this. Our Savior, He instructs us to not let our hearts be troubled. Why? We believe in our Heavenly Father. We believe in Him, our Savior Jesus, and that He's gone to prepare a place for His born-again disciples. Is that you? Is that you? He emphasizes this by saying, if or were not so, He would have told us. That means that no matter what anyone else says or does, in the trustworthy names of our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, and by the power of the Holy Spirit breathed word of the living God, we can know that Messiah Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us and that he's coming to get us, to take us back to that place. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. And this is exactly what our Savior is talking about that introduces the next sign of his coming back to Jerusalem to sit on the throne of David. Because you see, in this one, he also introduces the rapture, speaking of John chapter 14. We'll see. As we see the Word of God unpacked here, Matthew 24, But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, 
and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Now, let's look closely together at verse 36. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. This is impossible to understand, but that we know and understand the ancient Hebraism this speaks of, the ancient Galilean Jewish wedding. Here are some of the high points that tie in perfectly with new covenant fulfillment. First, the father chooses a bride for his son, the groom. Look at James chapter 1 with me. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there's no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Our Father in heaven called us. He chose us. 1 Peter 2, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now, hallelujah, have obtained mercy. And in truth, the son also would have been involved in the process of choosing the bride. Look at John chapter 15. Jesus, our Lord, says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Well, the son uh, presents the young lady, the prospective bride, with what's called a ketubah. A ketubah was a marriage contract, and that's traditional today. And I've shown this on the program before, my grandparents' ketubah. My Jewish grandparents, Ketubah. Well, it's a marriage contract. Great and precious promises from the groom to the bride. And the Lord has given you, if you've received Messiah Jesus as your Savior, He's given you a Ketubah, the word of the living God. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, great and precious promises given to the bride of Christ, even that we're new creations, that we've been given the divine nature of our heavenly Father. Well, the father agrees to pay the bride price for the young lady. And certainly, John 3.16 tells us the same. For God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son to pay the bride price that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Well, the son, the groom at the table with the dear young lady, he picks up a cup of wine and he drinks from it. And he sets it back down on the table. And if she picks it up and drinks from it, she's agreeing to become his bride. Our Savior Jesus took up a cup, the cup of redemption. And he said it represented his blood of the new covenant. And he offers his bride to drink from the cup. Well, there's no wedding that day. This begins the betrothal period where the son goes back to the father's house to prepare a suitable place for
for the bride at the Father's house. And this is what our Savior is speaking of in John chapter 14. Let's read it again. In that context, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And so when does the groom return for his bride? To bring her back to the Father's house for the wedding ceremony. Matthew 24, 36 again in that context. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Because the Father inspects the finished work of the Son, building a place at the Father's house for the bride, and says, now it's time, Son, go get your bride. It, it would be any time, but oftentimes at night, and was called the midnight cry. And at midnight, a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. And since the groom could come at any moment, what was the bride to be doing? Better yet, what is the bride today to be doing? We'll find out in just a moment. Oh, what encouraging great news this is for those who are born again and who will watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior Jesus, 
please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. If you are a church or messianic congregational leader and would like to invite Dove for a speaking engagement, you can email doveforisrael at gmail.com or call 713-624-0943. And remember, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And in light of the anytime return of the groom for the bride, what was and is the bride to be doing? Well, first, remember the bride price. Remember the price Messiah Jesus paid for you and me, his bride. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by the tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish, and without spot. Remember the price that our Savior, Messiah Yeshua, paid for our sins. Then see the bride purifying herself. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him 
as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Just as he is pure. The bride is becoming less concerned and focused on her old life and is preparing for life with the groom when he returns. And she's purifying herself. She's not out in the bars. She's not out um, with the enemies of the groom. No. She's preparing herself for the groom to come. And you might remember in the book of James where the Lord uh, is, is rebuking born-again believers in Messiah Yeshua. He says, adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Therefore, whoever makes himself a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. No, she's, she's purifying herself because the groom is pure and waiting for the great hope that today the groom could come, which leads to what else she is doing. She's watching for the groom. And, and I'm going to uh, speak from another chapter in my book later from this book from the Word of God that grace and the watching work hand in hand because in Titus 2, the Bible teaches of what does grace do? And one of those things grace does is teaches us to look for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. It teaches us to look for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. When will this all take place? During the days of Noah that we're in right now. Now, I'm going to spend time over the next two, few teachings in this series on the days of Noah. But for now, let's begin with a brief look at the days of Noah as it pertains to that place our Savior has prepared to have spoken of, spoken of in John 14. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days of Noah before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know till the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken, and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, and the other left. Five Brief characteristics I'm going to share from the days of Noah and Lot. Luke 17, the Lord says, as it was in the days of Noah and Lot, so it will be with the coming of the Son of Man. Five of them. The first, you see it in Genesis 6-1, that men begin to multiply on the earth, a population explosion. A couple hundred years ago, about one billion people on planet earth. Now, almost eight billion people. Folks, that's a population explosion. Two, the wickedness in the earth. Listen, listen, it's so wicked in the world today, that men are marrying men and women are marrying women. And, and they're teaching, listen, they're teaching little children, four or five-year-old children in schools, how to be homosexuals. Oh, God, have mercy on us. And they're marching through the streets with their chests stuck out in, in homosexual pride parades, marching under the sign of the covenant with Noah, the rainbow, as it was in the days of Noah. So it will be in lot. So it will be of the coming of the Son of Man. Corruption. Everything is so corrupt today. You see it. You see it. Everything is so corrupt today. 
even churches, homosexual churches, they, they even have what they call a Queen James Bible that legitimizes this wickedness. Oh, it's foolishness, folks. Violence. The violence in the world today is so bad that the safest place a human should be at, and the safest time of their life in their mother's womb is so violently desecrated that 43 million babies every year are murdered in the world. What must the sound of decades of this foolishness and violence sound like as a billion babies and their innocent blood cries out to a holy God for vengeance? But I have some good news with the fifth characteristic. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And where do we find a connection to this? In John chapter 14. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Taken by the grace of the Lord in the rapture while others are left for the wrath of God in the tribulation. Taken to that place the Lord has prepared for us. Well, what do you mean? Well, the original Greek word for taken there is paralambano. It means to take to oneself as a close companion. And in the days of Noah, those born again will be taken up in the rapture. And so, as I mentioned, the others left for the wrath of God in the tribulation. Remember John chapter 14. Stay with me. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. You believe also me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If or not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and what? Receive you to myself that where I am you may be also. What's the original Greek word here for receive? where the Lord will receive his born-again to himself, it's paralambano. It's paralambano. The same word for taken, one will be taken and the other left. In Matthew 24, in the days of Noah that we're in right now. What does this mean? What's the encouraging news I promised in this program? While the signs of the Lord's coming back to Jerusalem to sit on the throne of David are spiking in the red zone all, all around us, the four birth pangs, the tribulation that is coming anytime upon this on this generation. Israel in Bible prophecy, the fig tree generation and the days of Noah. We, get, we have good reason not to let our hearts be troubled. Hallelujah. We know our loving almighty Savior has gone to prepare a place for us. We know that not only is our Savior coming for us anytime, but because of the signs showing He's coming in this generation back to Jerusalem, that not only is He coming anytime for us in the rapture, but that He must come soon. Oh, hallelujah. And what's the next command He gives us? It's in Matthew 24. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also, me, yes, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Dear one, for whom Messiah Jesus bled and died to pay for your sins and he rose again. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Will you go up in the rapture 
or will you be left behind? This news of the imminent and very soon rapture is only encouraging if you know the Lord has gone to prepare a place for you and that He's coming again to take you back to that place. Do you know that for you? I know that for me. Do you? If not, today, call upon the name of the Lord because the Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ will be saved. What does this mean? That you call upon Him believing that you need to repent and turn away from your sins and, and, and that He died on the cross to pay for your sins and He rose again as I mentioned a moment ago. That's the gospel. That's the good news. And, and that you receive Him, but as many as He received Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God to as many as believe in His name. John chapter 1. What about you? Will you receive Him today as your Savior and Lord? When you do, He puts His Spirit in you and gives you a new heart and a new mind and a new, you're a new creation and a new eternity. Back at the Father's house. Call upon His name now. Jesus, Lord, save me today. I'll follow you. I believe in you, Lord. I believe in your gospel. I'm turning away from my sins. There's information at the bottom of your screen. If you're ready to follow Him today in this way, let us know. Contact us. We'll send you uh, a free brochure that will help you begin your new life in Christ, in our great Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. And for everyone who's watching, listen, now is the time like none other. Oh, I, I talk to friends who have been in church for years, and even uh, some of them I've led their children to the Lord, and here now that their children are involved in sin, and and um, they're living together in fornication with someone. Oh, this is the worst time ever to be to choose to live in wickedness and sin. Repent, get right with God, and, and begin to live a life that shines brightly in the darkness so you can bring others back to the Lord and others to Him for the first time. Now is the time, folks, not later. Now is the time. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless every viewer today, right wherever they are. Meet them and bring them forward by your grace, your mercy, forgiveness, and love. Heal those that need to be healed. Raise those up that need to be raised up, that we might watch their form be ready, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. And that's how we end the program. Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming. When? Any moment. Watch, therefore. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch, therefore, and be ready.